welcome to the Naval Air Podcast. My name is Mike, and as I'm still your host. <laughs> yes, it's been, wow, probably like six weeks since I last was able to record an episode here. Um, please accept my apologies if you've thought I've given up or, to use the industry term, pod fade. No, just a collection of events of a vacation and then holiday times and then time with family and getting those things together and having that stuff sort of take up your time so my heart was in it <laughs> i had i had a what i would consider a perfect episode lined up to record i was going to kind of step out of where i was going with the timeline and talk about uh holidays what the holiday christmas and new years and thanksgiving those those end of the year holidays and how they how they affect and how people who are on active duty how they are able to celebrate or take time off during their holidays so um since that's what's been in my head i think i'm still going to talk about that if that's okay um now but before i get into that before i try to shed light on what holiday time is like for people on active duty in the military, or at least what I was doing on active duty in the military. I'm going to issue the standard pleas for feedback. Email addresses. Well, there's one naval air crew at gmail.com. Um, I'm going to issue the standard plea for visiting the website, www.navalair.net. There's uh, some forums up there, not a whole lot going on in there, but feel free to uh, register and leave some feedback if you'd like that way. And then again, there's iTunes. I think I have two two or three reviews on iTunes. More would be nice. Um, to give you an upcoming schedule, I'm going to talk about, you know, I'm going to do this holiday business. Uh, and then I'm going to start talking about, if you remember, I f- the, the last show or the last episode kind of finished up life in the air crew training curriculum at HSL 31 at NAS North Island in San Diego, California. Um, so the next step is going to be talking about the fleet squadron where I was signed after that, what I did there. Uh, ultimately I went on deployment. So then we'll start talking about deployment stories and then hopefully a couple of People I've contacted that aren't that were or are in different line of work in naval aviation can uh, join me and start giving their story, so to speak. Okay, because remember, it's not all about it's not all about me. We're just starting with me because that's the only resource I have available at the moment. Okay, so with that out of the way, we're going to talk about holiday time now. I went on active duty. I reported to basic training in November of 1982. I spent four years. So the holidays of 82, 83, 84, and 85 was the time I experienced. I got out in November of 86. So I was back home, ostensibly back home, a time for Christmases and holidays for that year. So if you do the math... If I report for basic training in the middle of November, um, 
Yeah, like a week later was Thanksgiving. Um, and my basic training company had just started their training time. I, I think we reported on a Wednesday and, you know, the following Monday is your first official day one, week one uh, kind of thing. So, you know, I had a couple of days of training and then Thanksgiving. Now, we, I, here's the funny thing is I don't remember having, really having Thanksgiving off. <laughs> um, yeah, in, in basic training, oh, see, I didn't want to do a whole lot of talk about basic training. But in Navy basic training at the time I was there, Sundays were, Sunday mornings were kind of ours to do with whatever. Now, I think they were hoping you would go to church, but lots of folks didn't. Uh, it's just too hard to pass up the free time to go down to the rec center and veg out in front of a television because, you know, there was no televisions in our barracks. But the rec center had a television, pool tables, vending machines, you know, if you wanted to eat junk food instead of, you know, chow hall food. Um, one room had MTV. That's it. And I was there during football season. And, <laughs> you know, professional football plays on Sundays. And uh, every day someone would ask, hey, man, can we put on a football game? And they'd be shouted down. No, something about MTV at that time was just hypnotic. So here you had a room full of recruit sailors just staring at MTV. Anyway, so yeah, th- that Thanksgiving, I'm pretty sure I remember was... Well, I don't, I'm not sure I remember. I just don't remember it being otherwise uh, was a training day or a day. Now, we had Thanksgiving food for dinner, but there's no special compensation or dispensation for that that holiday. Now, if you also continue to do math, you'll see that I was in basic training for Christmas. And Christmas that year was on a sun, uh, Saturday, and we we did have Christmas Day off, as much as you can have it off as a as a recruit in basic training, which meant that um, you were free to go to the rec center or hang out in the barracks. Uh, there was no there was no uh, you know leaving the base or anything or the recruit training center or anything like that. But even that much freedom was you know was well appreciated. Now here the funny thing was is that it was it was unseasonably warm for Chicago area that Christmas. We didn't have to wear I mean up until then we had to wear uh you know their ski caps, okay? They're they're called watch caps, but they're these they're just like ski ski caps with that you roll up correctly and and everyone regardless of where you were in the basic training curriculum pretty much every day had to wear a watch cap and they called it, they even told us watch caps down which meant that you covered your ears now in basic training back then there was at one point your fourth week one two three four which for us was like the week before christmas it's called service week and that's the week that the recruits are sent to various uh, crappy jobs throughout the recruit training center. Now, 85% of us end up at the chow hall serving chow or washing dishes or helping cooking or, you know, basically doing any number of the bad jobs. I worked on a serving line myself. Um, but once you finish service week, you stopped wearing the watch caps because no matter what time you showed up, you know, what time of year you showed up, you wore watch caps 
until you finished service week, then you got to wear the white Dixie cup, you know, the white sailor hat. Um, but, you know, winter time, everyone's wearing watch caps. No white hats uh, were allowed to be worn um, because of the weather. Well, Christmas Day, I remember very clearly, was unseasonably warm. I mean, we didn't wear jackets. We didn't have to wear watch caps. If you had passed service week, we got to wear our white hats. Um, it was kind of a good day, I guess. And we got to go hang out in the rec center, watch MTV eat vending machine junk food if we wanted to. And I don't, I don't remember being all day. It was like half a day, maybe, until dinner. I, I don't know. That's just gives you an example of how how much your memory fades after oh shoot 25 years now new year's day in basic training i remember very clearly our our company commander you know the guy in charge of pushing us through basic training had brought in a television for us to watch bowl games we set it up in the little shared break room we had between us and the recruit training company next door and we watched you know three or four football games we couldn't leave the barracks except for lunch you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but you know, you do whatever. That was really nothing going on that day. So yeah, so that's so much for the holidays and basic training. I mean, it's about what you'd expect. Not a whole lot of freedom or time off, but a little to help you realize what day it is and appreciate the day or whatever. Now. Fast forward a year until December of 1983. And in December of 1983, I was at HSL 31, the RAG, the Fleet Replacement Squadron. I was going through the air crew training program there. I had arrived in October. So I had been around for a while. Um, remember, HSL 31 is, as a training squadron, not only training air crewmen, but it's also training pilots. And uh, back then it was tradition for naval commands to have some sort of Christmas party. Uh, we had, HSL 31 had their Christmas party at the uh, at the Petty Officers Club over at the Naval Training Center on the other side of, of San Diego Bay, on the you know, mainland side. It was pretty nice. Uh, I remember the captain, you know, the CO, he was there. We, you know, we were dressed in civilian clothes and... A lot of us were young, <laughs> you know, under 21. So no, not a whole lot of drinking going on by the students, but there was drinking going on by, you know, instructors or whatever. Um, but, oh, wait, let me back up to Thanksgiving. Uh, in the Navy, once you were out of basic training, you know, you got federal holidays off. So... You know, we had, let's see, all right, let me back up. So even in regular training, uh, besides recruit training, uh, uh, Naval Air Crewman Candidate School, there was uh, President's Day. We got President's Day off. So there was no training that day. It was just like an extra, because we didn't train on the weekends there, okay? Uh, Memorial Day, Labor Day, Fourth of July, of course, uh, Labor Day, like I said, uh, 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 Columbus Day in October. We, you know, we got these days off. Well, Thanksgiving, for some people, is a four-day weekend, right? Well, the military has a rule that you're not allowed to have 
96 hours off straight without taking leave. Uh, the weekends are just considered a weekend pass, right? You've heard the term weekend pass. Well, you're, you're what you're in the Navy. It's called Liberty. When you're not at work, you're on Liberty in <laughs> Liberty. was typically from four 30 afternoon till seven 30 the next morning. Okay. Except on the weekends, you know, started at four 30 in the afternoon, Friday and Liberty lasts until seven 30 Monday morning. You had long weekends, Right, three day weekends. That's seventy two hours. That's okay, but ninety six hours. Uh, at that point, you're supposed to be in a leave status, not on just a, you know, you're on liberty status. It's different. To a lawyer, it means something. I know you're probably scratching your head, going, "What's the difference?" But there is. Um, so you know, we got Thanksgiving Day off, and the Friday, something would have to be done Friday. Because, again, you couldn't have 96 hours off straight. Now, different squadrons or different commands would do things differently. Uh, At that time, HSL 31, we had to show up to work. We had Thanksgiving Day off. uh, And I don't remember what I did that Thanksgiving. I don't... There was no family around. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I spent just that Thanksgiving Day off hanging out with other friends that couldn't go home because home for them was too far away. We we had our nine, nice, fine Thanksgiving feast prepared for us by the chow hall. Uh, but the next day was Friday. We had to report. We had to show up at the Air Crew Training Center and basically check in. And Now, they don't make us stay all that long. We show up, you know, sweep, maybe mop the floor, take out trash, which is what we did the day before. But anyway, they made us do some sort of make work for like an hour. And then we did something a little on the on the not smart side, which was go play football. <laughs> you know, the whole air crew training student body is there. Then all the instructors are there. And we agreed we're going to go to this some uh, grade school or high school or middle school, whatever, some school by one of the instructor's houses and pick teams and play football. And we played tackle football. Now, the reason I say this was not smart is because if you got hurt and you're in a training, you're in a training status, you're a student and you get hurt, you can't, especially at this point, this is, this is air crew training. You're supposed to fly. You're supposed to be available to fly healthy. Okay. So if you got hurt and you're not in a flight status, you cannot cont- complete your training. You can't can't even participate in training. So here we are playing tackle football, and it's just a miracle no one got hurt and got set back. And I'm sure since instructors were there, if someone had got hurt, a student, they would their heads would have rolled because they're supposed to be older, wiser, and more responsible. And the reason I'm laughing is because. <laughs> Two of the instructors, they each, you know, they, they you know, were each team captains. And they paired off, and I don't know. After about an hour into it, they were really getting angry at each other because they're accusing each other of playing dirty or cheating or whatever. <laughs> and at some point, they were just going after each other. It was kind of funny, you know. You know, so at one point, the the, the football game finally broke up because a third instructor finally realized that maybe it's getting a little too heated. Because here's these two dudes that are supposed to be colleagues, you know, dirt smudged on their face, just screaming at each other. 
and accusing each other of, of cheating. Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, all right, so that was Thanksgiving for that year. Um, Christmas. Now, Christmas in the fleet. Okay, now, HSL 31 is not the fleet, but they're supposed to prepare you for the fleet because it's your last stop before you get into the fleet. Uh, and HSL 31 did, in the holiday time, go on what's called port and starboard. Okay, the At that time, the Navy, I don't know if it was written policy or unwritten policy or just a, uh, a higher headquarters, you know, the wing or uh, common air pack. Somebody had a policy that that you could take time off of the holidays, you could have Christmas off, or could have New Year's off. Okay, you cannot be in leave. You cannot be away on leave for both. Uh, so basically, I encouraged half of the of the squadron, of the command, okay, to take leave for Christmas, and the other half to take leave for New Year's. So you know, based on seniority or whatever in your shop, that was kind of managed at your you know your little shop level. And so half the people were gone for Christmas and they'd come back like on the 27th and then the next half would disappear, you know, on the 28th and come back, you know, after the first of the year. So like the week before Christmas, we, that Monday, uh, okay, Christmas of 83, Christmas is on Sunday. So I, I'm thinking or I'm remembering that Monday the 19th, we went on what's called port and starboard, which meant that squadron, the remaining people that were not on leave because People were encouraged that if you're taking Christmas for leave, you'd leave like on the 19th, the 20th, 21st, somewhere in there and come back a week later on the 27th, 28th. Um, so, you know, half the squadron's gone. So at 50% strength, what they would do is they take that remaining 50% and split them up into port and starboard. Half on one day, half on the next day. Okay, so you had every other day off, essentially. And they still kept the same duty rotation for the weekend. Okay, so this year the weekend was you know, the weekend was Christmas. So uh, one day on, one day off, one day on, one day off, and then it's still one day on for you know Saturday, Christmas Eve, and the next day off. But if you were not on duty, you didn't have to come. Does that make sense? So on weekday, everyone on the port section, say Monday, was port and starboard, right? So every day on Monday, the first day of port and starboard. All the ports showed up. We do not a whole lot. Sweep, mop, take out trash, kind of hang around, um, go to lunch. And depending, we didn't have, maybe we didn't have to come back after lunch, okay? Except those who are on duty, you know, that you're on the watchstanders list. Then the next day you're off and starboard went to work and did the same thing. Um, so if you were now on the weekend came, no one had to show up because it was standard kind of weekend procedure. You know, so if you were, if it was your section port, but you're not on any watchstander list for the weekend, you didn't have to come in. Make sense? Clear as mud? Okay. Now, Christmas is on a Sunday that year. I don't remember if we got Monday off as part of Christmas. I can't remember. I do know, though, that I flew. I was flying like Thursday, the 22nd of December. <laughs> it's like the last day before. Uh, it was like the last day before I think it was the last day to fly even though we were important starboard status 
It was the last day to fly. So maybe you were in Port Starboard flying that week. I don't know. I just know I flew on the 22nd. Okay, so here... So now, my you know, my family's in the Northeast. I'm here in San Diego. I'm <clears throat> resigning myself to spending basically Christmas by myself or with the other schmucks that didn't leave. Um, and my, uh, my father <laughs> had come to Southern California to visit his brother and my grandmother and didn't, I didn't know it because my uncle grandmother lived in LA. I didn't, he, he, <laughs> I was off that day. It was like, it had to have been, I don't know if it was Friday the 23rd. I think it was Friday the 23rd. Yeah, he, he tracked me down. He called all over. I know it was, I wasn't working. I had flown the day before I was off. I remember it was raining or threatening to rain. And he gets a hold of me like 3 o'clock in the afternoon and says, Hey, uh, you know, I'm with your uncle. What are you doing? What's your, you know, are you, when do you work again? Are you off? Whatever. And, um, and I said, well, I, I think I'm off till Monday. <laughs> he goes, why don't you drive up here and, you know, come hang out with us? I'm like, oh, sure. I got nothing else going on. So I beat my way to Los Angeles, spent Christmas Eve, Christmas Day with family. You know, it's family I hadn't seen in a long time, but still family. Um, that Monday, I think it was Monday. Maybe I had to, I didn't have to be back. I don't remember the way it was working out, but I had a few extra days off for some reason because I do remember we, I drove them all back and showed my dad around the squadron, showed him around the base, and he flew back to Los Angeles before he went home. I don't remember. I, I didn't. I don't remember taking leave over New Year's that year, but just port and starboard until first year was a Sunday, so maybe port and starboard lasted until Friday the sixth. And then on Monday the 9th, you know, squadron picks up business as usual. Um, but again, you know, this is 25 years of faded memory. I just remember that uh, I was fortunate that I didn't have to. I don't know. My, I was fortunate my dad was tenacious was able to track me down via telephone back in a day when cell phones were, you know, non-existent. <laughs> okay, so we're going to fast forward another year until... Thanksgiving and Christmas of 1984. Now, see, no, I didn't. Let me open up the calendar here. All right, so Christmas in 1984, Christmas Day, or well, it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, you know, Thanksgiving. It's just a sad thing. I this was such a non nothing remarkable must happen because Thanksgiving again I don't think I went anywhere I was uh, I was already living off base so I had stayed home and just enjoyed the time off I might have drove up to visit the family in Los Angeles I don't remember how sad is that Uh, Christmas was on Tuesday that year I was in the fleet squadron, HSL 33. Um, I know we did go on port and starboard. It was just a lot like, was a lot like time at HSL 31. Show up every other day. The weekends were just watch standards had to show up. Um, 
and I'm trying to remember if there's anything remarkable. Did I go visit anybody? Did I go? I say I can't remember if I went to Los Angeles. I, uh, my stepdad had some family that lived in inland San Diego. I don't remember if I visited them. I might have visited them for Thanksgiving. I don't. It, how unremarkable! <laughs> that's that's a point I'm trying to make. Is that that year was unremarkable? Uh, oh well. I guess we'll just have to go to uh, 1985 because that was my last Christmas and Thanksgiving in the military. Again, Thanksgiving. Now, the summer of 85, February of, 80, of 85, I went on deployment. Went on a ship. Ship left San Diego. Came back in August. So no, not a whole lot of time to take leave. Had leave stored up. Uh, come back from that. My father, who was living in uh, Holland, he he was planning a ski trip to France. So for early January, so he was like, you know, save your time, come come visit me in early January. We'll, we'll you know go with me on this ski trip, okay? So here's the funny thing is that because of that early January trip, I was going to take my Christmas leave. I was going to take the second half. I was going to leave over New Year's and be home for Christmas, or be in San Diego for Christmas. So the funny thing was that the way Port and Starboard worked out that year, I was due to go on leave like the 27th, Friday the 27th, maybe Saturday the 28th. So, you know, one of the two, I'm going to say the 27th. And the way Port and Starboard worked out that year is that my last day of work was Friday the 20th. And the way Port and Starboard and Watch Standing worked out, I was off <laughs> the, the 23rd, the 24th, the 25th, and the 26th. Uh, just just my, my dumb luck. So I drove away from San Diego Friday the 20th because my family, my mother, stepdad, brother, they're with my stepdad's parents, you know, step-grandparents, uh, in Central California, so that's where they're all gathering. So I was able to leave on Friday the twentieth. Drove away. I phoned in. You're allowed to when you to go out to depart on leave. You're allowed to phone in. Yeah, I'm checking out on leave right now. If if it was a if it was a day off for you, so I, on the twenty seventh, I phoned in. Hey, I'm going on leave. Okay, very thank you very much. And I was gone. I came back. I was gone for 40 days, okay? And I came back. I came back from leave, I want to say February 2nd or 3rd. And I left on the 20th of December. And I used 33 days of leave. I went, well, once I checked out on leave, I went back east for New Year's. Hung around there. And then from there, flew to visit my dad. Hung out there for two and a half weeks. Came back, hung out with my uncle in Los Angeles. Then go back to San Diego for a couple days. Um. So yeah, that was that was a good Christmas. Uh but yeah, that it's a it was an exception or or a rarity that it, between the twentieth, which is the last regular work day that year, I'm pretty sure. We went on we probably went on Port Starboard starting that Saturday. Or for work day that Monday the twenty third. Um it was very unusual that I'd be able to leave on or you know, the twentieth and my port and starboard would work out to the fact that I didn't have to work for another whole week. You know, that's just just a, an anomaly, really. 
but yeah, so that was that was it. That had, those were my four holiday times. Uh, I know it's okay. So this is kind of I'm just gonna show is gonna go to the short and 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 you know I've outlined what was my per, particular situation. Now you have to remember that my situation for holiday time on active duty was probably not as I don't want to say traumatic, but not not such a bad deal as it would be for some. I was in the Navy, okay, which doesn't do a whole lot of stuff in the field. Sure, we deploy on ships. Uh, I do know for a fact that ships at sea uh, try to be in port for holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas. That's not to say that every year that there's no U.S. Navy ships underway. Okay, there are. And those people are on a ship without their family, far from home, on holidays. Now, the ship and the commanding officer of the ship tries to do their best to ease that pain, okay? There will probably there'll probably be no ship's work that day. Only watch daters. So, you know, you have free time, but you're stuck on a ship. You know, the galley will try to cook you nice holiday feast food. They might actually play games, you know, uh, some ships bingo on the TV that night, or I mean, they would they would try to again ease the pain the best they can. But it's a you know this is a, a you know an, an American armed force vessel at sea underway, and they could be far you know I mean in the Persian Gulf, transiting the Straits of Hormuz or some other high tension thing, and it's Christmas Day. So uh, that's something to keep in mind. Like I said, my my personal situation was actually very easy. I was home or in the United States for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's for my four years of active duty. I'm sure for every one person like me that could say that, there's three or four that can't. They can't say all four of their years of active duty or if they've been in for 20 or whatever, that they were home. Heck, if it's someone that's been in for 20, I'd submit to you that less than half that they be in the United States for all or one of the major holidays. I mean, they're they're on the ship, they're underway. Maybe they're on a ship that's, you know, uh, that has the fortunate circumstance of being in port. But they're in port in Hong Kong. They're in the Philippines, although they're not, not anymore because we don't pull in the Philippines. But, you know, they're Hong Kong, they're Japan, they're overseas or if they're you know if they're uh, east coast sailors they're naples italy they're somewhere not home and while they may not be sailing and they're on solid ground they're still not home now for other branches of the service you know i can't speak i can speak somewhat about the army i have friends that were in the army and the army <laughs> the army didn't you know, they didn't send people away for six months at a time. You know, they, you would be stationed or based maybe overseas. And if you had leave, you could probably fly back to the United States if you wanted to. Or you could be like me, not enough leave saved up or in some sort of status where you can't leave for a whole long and it's not worth it to fly home from Germany for a week. You know, it's not worth your while. It costs a lot of money and you're basically only in five days because you're traveling too, right? 
Um, but the army, what the army does do is they, what they call go to the field, you know? So go to the field means you go out and you train or camp or whatever out in the woods and you're not back with your family if you have family with you. So, I mean, and on our current climate right now, we have, we have people on the ground in Iraq and Afghanistan. And you just went through, if you're listening, you just went through a holiday time, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, with a whole lot of people on the ground in a foreign country where people are trying to kill them. And I'm sure that they got a nice holiday feast. We've seen pictures of the president going there on Thanksgiving or some, you know, the general comes and visits the troops on Thanksgiving and they're having their Thanksgiving food. But, you know, some people eat their Thanksgiving food and next, you know, two hours later, they geared up and went on a patrol in a neighborhood in somewhere in Iraq. Okay, so... I had it easy is basically the point I'm trying to make. There's lots of people out there who their holiday time is not happy for them. It's not happy for their family. And, you know, they're out there on the pointy end of the spear doing what their country asks of them. And that's that's a pretty big sacrifice. So so that's, that's holiday as an act of duty in a nutshell for me. And that's my little soapbox about how we should on our ne- on your next holiday at your home be it Thanksgiving Christmas or whatever and if you're with your family you know take a minute to think about those who are not and they're not with their family because they stood up to volunteer to defend this great nation of ours okay all right so that's going to be a short one um i'll be getting back to the regular schedule of every other friday Recording and posting a show for your listening enjoyment. Um, they'll probably be a little bit longer <laughs> because, you know, you know that I can ramble. Um, so, yeah. So, in two weeks, we'll we'll pick up with being assigned to the fleet squadron. I'll probably do a quick review of time in the rag and how fleet squadron assignments were doled out. Uh, so we'll talk about life in the fleet squadron. That'll probably take one, uh, at least two, two, maybe three episodes before we uh, start talking about deployment and being deployed on a ship at sea as a helicopter detachment in the er- in the early mid 80s. All right. So I'm going to repeat the, the request for feedback, email address, naval air, naval air crew at gmail.com. You can visit a forums at www.navalair.net and you can feel free to leave feedback on iTunes. And I like all feedback, okay? Good. Yeah, you like it. Bad. No, I don't. And if you want to give bad, you know, try to say what, what it is you don't like because maybe I can fix it and it turns it into good, okay? So I think that's going to do it right now. I'm going to wrap up. I'll sign off. Take care and God bless.